Welcome to episode 26 of the Ask the Property Pros podcast. This episode and every episode is brought to you by Lighthouse Home Inspections and the Ask Adam team at William Ravis, Bear McIntosh. I am Matt Maroney. And I am Brett Thompson, and it's our job to help you navigate through the real estate and construction world. We have a great episode tonight. It's episode 26, we recently found out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We have... uh, we have Jay and Steph with us. It's a family affair. We got Brett's uh, Brett's offspring in the studio with us. It's going to be a good time. All right, guys, stay tuned. Ask the property pros. Okay, guys, we are back. We are with Jay and Steph, and we are talking about their journey through the home buying process, which these guys know already. So, Jay, Steph, welcome to the show. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Yeah, having thanks us. for coming in. So, uh, tell us a little bit, where are you looking to buy? We're looking down to Point Pleasant, New Jersey. Nice. Heading yeah. to the beach. Yeah, you're going to buy a beach house. I mean, we, we would ideally like to be on the beach, but... You know, not step at a time. Right. Not everything's practical. I'd like yeah. a beach house. Like beach house adjacent. Yeah. yeah. That's that's like my cabin. I have lake house adjacent. You know? <laughs> I bought a lake house, but it's not on the lake. You gotta walk across the street to get there. Can you see the lake though? Oh yeah. Right. In the winter better than in the summer. <laughs> We'll put it this way: We're going to buy a beach house, but we won't be able to see the lake. <laughs> right, so we'll right. be a little bit farther. If you stand on a roof, you get a great view of the lake. Most but... likely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, how many places have you looked at about, and how long have you been looking? We've been looking since August. Um, we've probably looked at, I don't know, fifteen to twenty homes. Yeah. Put an offer on three different ones. Got shut down. Shut down shut all down. three times. Yeah. yeah. Just outbid. Yeah. yeah outbid. Have you seen a lot of cash buyers down there, or not so much? Oh, you don't know. They haven't really told us. They're very. I mean, I guess the whole process is very not like secretive, but it's like, oh, you know, somebody's putting an offer in. They don't say what right. they're putting in per se. They're like, oh, it's higher, it's lower than yours. You, know, you have to do better. You know that right, type of thing. Right. Yeah, you know, That's I tough. mean, agents don't like to disclose things right. because if. Let's say you put in an offer a couple of weeks ago and you were outbid. They're not going to say, oh, they beat you by $8,000 because what if their financing falls through or whatever? Or they have an inspection and they're like, they come back with like a laundry list of things that they want the seller to fix, which is pretty common. And they're like, no, we're not fixing it. And they say, okay, I'm not buying yeah, it. They, they, don't, they don't want you to know what that number was. Because yeah. they want you to go up as you know as high as possible. Yeah, because we could be like, oh, we'll put in another, you know, we didn't get it. We know we're like, our offer was this. We can add another 10000 They could be making money on it. I kind of get that, but I'm just like kind of, you know. It's a tough it's a weird, deal. Yeah. It's a tough deal. And, and sometimes, I mean, I'm finding... Uh, often with people that are taking advantage of like FHA products with like the super low down payment mm-hmm. that they're just flat out telling me this just happened to me like two days ago and a buyer I'm working with they're like you know the, the sellers aren't comfortable with your the financing and that's it yeah and there's, no, and there's no other offers on the table currently yeah so they just weren't happy with that because they know there's things that can come up if they're worried about something it, you know yeah it, it happens 
VA loans. You see all kinds of stuff where uh, people that, are. That's the worst because people, yeah, people are shy of of getting involved because they don't want stuff to fall through. Well, the yeah. VA loans especially because they don't have to put anything down. Nothing. Right. And, they're, come in. and they're like, wait, they're not putting anything down? It's like, like, what's holding you into this? It's a totally viable product. And hey, they earned it, right? Definitely. Yeah. So when I've only dealt with two VA buyers because we're not in a big military area here. Yeah. But man, that was tough. I actually just did one right in Pearl River. For a guy, an awesome guy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everything ended up going smooth. It was, uh, it was fun, but it, it all went through. Right, right. Yeah. At least like on our end, I know we always like we're in touch with the bank and we have, you know, our good friends that like, helping us out and everything. So it's like, oh, all right, what's your, you know, pre-qualification letter? Here you go. And so every time we put an offer in here, here's all our information. Here's this. Here's a letter from the bank saying, sure. you know, we're yeah, more we're than qualified yep. for this house. And here's this to back it up. But, right. you know, I'm sure that all helps. But, and, yeah. But when somebody comes in with a, with a suitcase full of hundreds. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. it. Right. That's it. They always take it. Well, in today's market, they wouldn't even read your offer if it wasn't paired with all of that. Yeah. Right. You know, it's just standard. Which is crazy because back in the day, I mean, before the before the, the bursts, you could get a loan with no Everybody information. Everybody was getting them. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, you got to work when I, for two weeks here. Here's a loan. When I bought my house, they, they said, as long as you can put 20% down, you don't need anything. We won't run your credit. We won't check your employment. You don't even need a job. If you can put 20% down, we'll give you the mortgage. Because they figured as long as they own 20% equity, well, the is market, paid for the it. market that just is, kept going up. If they foreclose, they'll, you know, they'll still... 20%. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. Well, so that... But I mean, they don't have anything like that today. No. no. Yeah, That's I know, hard. I know people that got loans back then, and it was like, you know, unverified or undocumented income. Like, you're filling out a oh, form... Yeah. Just writing how much money you make. Yeah. That's the proof of how much you're yeah. money you make. That's, that's exactly what I did to buy my house. <laughs> <laughs> when I got my pre-qualification letter, they gave me a pre-qual letter for $2 million. I was 24 years old. I was like, I was like nervous. I was like, people aren't going to believe that I'm qualified for this. <laughs> for $2 million. They're like, you're good. This is just so you can look at whatever you want. Like, yeah. Those are crazy times. Crazy. Yeah, I wish I could have experienced yeah, that. Oh, you, don't, you wouldn't want to know what I had to bring into the office. Like, here, you know. Oh, is, yeah. I had to bring in, you know, past two years, like W-2 or tax forms or oh, whatever. Yeah. Then they wanted to see my annuity statements, my pension statement, you know, how much money I got in my pension, how much money I got here and there. Oh, totally. Like, any sort of investments. Like, right? I'm like, here, here's, you know, here's my firstborn kid. Here, take right. that, too. <laughs> but, you know, it's crazy. Yeah, it's right. nuts. Back in the day, they were, like, checking your pulse and, like, giving you money. Oh, yeah, like, for sure. <laughs> for sure, <laughs> Oh, you're alive. Here's a lot of money. Go buy a house. It, it was crazy. Yeah, it's not like that now. Right. So what other crazy stuff has you come across other than being outbid? Um, well, I don't know. Um, there um, was one house that there were child's fingerprints everywhere. It was really creepy. <laughs> Two of them. <laughs> well, no. Were they, like, were they like attempted escape fingerprints? That like, was kind of, it was in the attic. So it was like a locked door that had like a little trap door that go like crawl space in the attic. And as soon as you like open up this little door, there was like a little kid's handprint right there. Or like like in the dust. But yeah. you lock it from the outside of that little crawl space. So, the outside so someone designed it to lock children in the attic. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Right. Yep, I would have left too. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the, the greatest was we were making jokes about it with the real estate agent, you know, because he's a cool guy and whatever, hanging out, we're making jokes about it. And then finally, like the last house we looked at, I looked on the window and there was another little kid's hand, handprint on the window. Yikes. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe the ghost oh, is following us around yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Next. <laughs> 
Well, besides that, I mean, like the one, I mean, we're just discussing before about the solar panel issue right. on a house. You know, we're looking at the one house. I mean, it was, it was a nice house, you know, but it had solar panels all throughout the back of the house. You know, great. at least it's on the back. You don't, yeah, you know, it wasn't on the, on the front. front of the house, but right. it was like, okay, but, you know, it was when it came down to about retaining ownership of it and then all that stuff right. like that. Solar is tricky. There's a lot of different types of contracts out there. You could own them, you could have, you could lease them. Um, there's even there's even some situations where somebody else owns them and is putting them on your property right. to generate to generate power and they're paying you a fee to have their equipment on your property. So there's all different types of contracts out there. So if you get anything with solar, first thing you have to do is find out who owns it, right. and who's responsible for it. Right. Um, as far as taking the panels down, if you had to do work or change, do you know do the roof or something, most of those panels now clip in and out on the roof. So all the brackets on the roof just hold the panel in. And when they come, they're only there. They send one guy out in the truck. He unclips all the panels and puts them next to the house. They change the roof and he clips them all back in. It takes a couple hours. So it's pretty simple. Oh, wow. But again, you want to know, you want to know that. Right. You don't, yeah. you, you don't want to find out that you have something that's more difficult than that. Mm -hmm. You want to know that ahead of time. So you want to find out who owns them, who installed them, who maintains them, who's responsible. Well, that's the thing. The maintenance as well. Because even if it's like, no, we own these... But we have a maintenance contract right. set for the next five years with this company, so you're automatically going to have you, to... One old crazy one. I was just on a job in Stony Point where squirrels chewed through all the solar wires underneath the panels. They were, like, running around the roof. Uh -huh. It was, like, a tree overhanging the roof, and squirrels, like, chewed the hell out of the wires. They had to have a nice. whole ton of equipment replaced. Wow. Fun yep. for them. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get, right? Yeah. You know, so who, who covered that? I don't know who... who Right, I wasn't there for that. Right. I know that it was getting fixed. I don't know whose responsibility to pay for it. It was right. You know, maybe make an insurance claim. I don't know how much you know money where the damage was done. That's but a good point. Right? I know that it was a, uh, it was a thing. Right, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was a thing. Exposed wires like, on the roof. We have this whole solar system. Why are we getting large electric bills again? <laughs> it's like, oh wait, you're not getting any solar power. Why right? are there dead squirrels all over the yard? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Crazy stuff. Well, I had a, a story with the, the solar issue when um, I was dealing with one homeowner, but a, the other homeowner was a divorce situation. She had no idea what the status was. She knows, oh, I pay this maintenance fee. Turns out it wasn't a maintenance fee. It was leasing the panels. Yeah. And she or her ex got into a 20-year contract. There was, you know, I think 17 years left. And then it cost $10,000 just to break the contract. Because they, they invest all that money to put the stuff there, so they don't want you getting rid of right. it. You know, it takes a certain amount of years to even make your money back, right? If you invest that much money into solar, yeah. Yeah. you know, you're not in the green for a period of time. Right. So, it's, I mean, like Matt mentioned, it's totally one of those things where you see that, it's like, wait, I need all the documentation. You just need all the information. Because if everything's legit, it's really no big deal. But you need all the information. I feel like there's a lot of houses, though, that we've seen where they just nobody knows what's going on. Yeah, all the time. All the time. Somebody's getting a bill. Yeah, so you just got to call the company that put it in and get a copy of the contract. Yeah. Yeah. Is it even transferable? Like, you have to find out. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Like, do you need a new contract with these people? Is it a transferable contract? Is it? Yeah, there's, there's questions to ask. But, mm -hmm. again, if you have people in your corner that know what they're doing... Like this guy or me? <laughs> oh, and they they'll help. With, they'll help yeah. with that stuff. When they know? had that contract, they put a lien on your house. They do. Yep, and that's how we found out because 
I the title gave, search. Right. I gave the information. I'm like, this is it's like Sonova or something. This is the company that handles it. Get in touch with them. Right. Like way early. And they didn't. And then we're like a week from closing. There's a lien. Title search comes back yeah. with a lien on the property. Yeah. And then it was like, oh. It was it's a, whole a real thing. frantic week of trying to figure this out. They wanted to see electric bills for like three years from before they were there to determine if it's viable to keep them there and to keep paying for it. They, it turned out that they didn't even want them. They they thought it was a great idea at first, but then they looked at the numbers. They're like, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. So get rid of them. We, we don't want them. That's crazy. Yeah. So they don't make sense. Sometimes they sometimes they make a yeah. lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. I have a customer who does not get any electric bill. That's awesome. But how much yeah. do they pay to lease it? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. But they said that it's the best thing they I have somebody who's very happy yeah. with the Yeah, with I don't the, know. The, I don't know if they, she didn't have enough. We actually we're gonna do a whole thing on solar. I actually talked to a solar guy uh who runs a company locally and he's gonna come on the show with us. So we'll find out some of the answers. The do's and don'ts specifically to the solar world uh, sometime in the next few weeks. Nice. Um, yeah. So what about, have you had any inspections on these places you put offers in yet or no? No. Because you get outbid before you yeah. get to that point. Yeah. Well, a good, yeah. good question is like, a lot, so a couple of homes we looked at were foreclosure, bank-owned property, yep. foreclosed properties. Now with home inspections, if, say if there's something wrong with the home, can we negotiate with the bank and... Or is it just kind of yes. as is? Yes. The problem with dealing with that sometimes is the communication is not the same as it is with uh, with a private seller agent. So sometimes you could call the bank to say, hey, we want to you know, negotiate, and you might not get a call back right well, away. Well, you're also going to be dealing with a chain of people. You're not like, hey, bank. Right. right. You yeah. know, you're going to be dealing with yeah. your agent who's calling their agent, who's then calling like an asset manager at the bank. Who may or may not get back. So, to you. so I'm not talking directly to like the Monopoly man with the no. Monopoly. No. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I need this done. You know, Excuse me, Mr. JP Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd like to buy this thing you own. It also is really dependent on the market. You know, if it's a hot market and they've got several backup offers, you probably are not going to get anything fixed. Yeah. It just like, well, yeah, a lot of times they say as is right on them. That doesn't mean you can't make offers. I mean, especially if something's been there for a little bit. Um, you know, I've done I've done a few. I did one in Japan where there was a some, some someone cut all the plumbing out, like stole all the copper. Yeah, that sucks. Ah, nice. So the bank was unaware of that. They got I told them get asked before a plumber and call, and the bank uh, the bank just took the number that the plumber gave as an estimate right off the price. Oh wow, that's cool. And they closed. That's really cool. And what they do is they send out a broker to do a BPO a broker price opinion before they list their home up the home right. So they use that and say, okay, they said that this is worth whatever, $350,000. I'm going to list it with agent whatever and at $350,000. That's where they start. If they were unaware of that significant defect, then that makes sense. Yeah, they had no idea. But right. somebody, you know, kids or whoever came in and stole all the copper. Yeah. But they, yeah, they didn't make a big deal out of it at all. They got an estimate from a plumber to repair everything. Um, I've sold a bunch of bank-owned properties. You bought one. Yeah, I bought one as well. You lose them. Well, <laughs> one of the major challenges is with the home inspection, you know, it's winterized. There's no water. There's no heat. It there's no nothing. Time. And you can't get it turned on to inspect it. So you can, you do like half an inspection. Yeah. I don't need to charge a full rate when I get into a foreclosure right. most of the time. Sometimes everything's on. And out of all of the properties that I've sold, only one has 
really negotiated based upon, you know, things that they found. Right. And that was a weird one. That was actually my in-laws house. Right. Because that is a part of a lake community that's kind of almost like a co-op. Like there's shares. It's like, it's like yeah, it's my, right. my place. Right. My cabin's like And that. because it's structured that way, when it went into foreclosure, there were very few banks that wanted to buy this bad loan. So they were kind of like, you know what I mean? Not in the, the strongest position. Right. So they were like, okay, there's a lot wrong. We'll take off the 37000 So you've seen like a lot of fixer-uppers, but they're, I mean, they need so much money put into them. Like there's things put in illegally and just... It's a lot of work. Yeah. It's a lot of work. You know. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of work. If you don't want to come home and like work on your project house happily, don't do it. You, you need to... Or enjoy like, that you know or no or have all the money ready and, and not yeah. pay this guy yeah. to do it Done. yeah because it could turn into it could turn into a nightmare mm-hmm. you want to know what you're going to get to yeah. get yeah. estimates yeah, too get estimates. get estimates get actual written estimates from contractors because you don't want to have an idea in your head and find out you were eighty thousand dollars off no. Because that happens all the time. People are like, oh, well, I can paint myself. I'll fix the floor. And they don't get numbers on the stuff. And before you know it, you're weighing over your head. Marie just wrote, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> so Marie, Brett's wife, is... Yeah, Thanks for the advice. Yeah. <laughs> the I mean, I mean, it's not like they see on HGTV where uh, the husband and the wife get along and everything's all happy yeah, and everything. Uh, right. Some some like pretty little blonde chick comes in. She's like, I'll tile the floor, but miraculously there's no dirt or dust on her. Right. Right. <laughs> they, they clip to the finished product. Her, her hair's still going. <laughs> I just tiled this floor. <laughs> we close on our house. We're like, you know, we got to rip up all these tiles. No problem. We'll do it. And it was like, you know... All somebody kind of told them to call somebody. Super hot. We start just ripping them out. We got a sledgehammer, you know, crowbar. And then come to find out there are like seven layers of tile. Not only that, but they showed up with sledgehammers, crowbars, beer, and got like four tiles up. Dude, that took like an hour and a half. <laughs> We're like, this is crazy. And then I, <laughs> more tile? Yeah, and then I, well, yeah, it was more drinking and pizza eating than there was tile. <laughs> but we had, a, we had a contractor doing another job in the house. We're like, listen, what would it cost to rip this up? He's like, 500 bucks. I'm like, done. It's sold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's a lot of that. Going All right, on. guys. We'll be right back with more. Ask the property pros. Adventures from the field. Adventures from the field. Yes. So Brett has a little adventure for us tonight. I sure do. So a couple of days ago, a good buddy of mine, actually a good buddy of uh, both property pros, he was one of our first guests on here. Mr. Finizio himself. Yeah, he he was the guy that um, he does. Wow, normally we don't give people's names during Adventures from the field. Oh, he, he gets a plug. He's a good dude. Yeah, he's a good dude. So he does um, remediation after floods and things of that nature. And he he was the one that shared that funny story about um, some gentlemen... Lighting your house on fire. Lighting your house on fire. Yes. Blowtorch to remove ice from, yes. from your house. Bad plan. Terrible plan. Anyway, I've been helping Mike and his wife look for a home for some time now. And he said... And they found one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or so they thought. Right. So... He sends me this listing. He's like, okay, you know, we got to get in on this. It's cheap. I know it's a short sale, which is a pain, but I want to get in on it. Uh, it's like right down the block from where I grew up, where my mom still lives, so we can be close to family. It'd be great. Um, 
you know, I know the house is a total wreck, but honestly, what they're asking is probably what the land is worth alone. So I'm like, all right, cool. I look it up. Now, there's very, very often, and the public, they don't get to see this, but there are agent remarks. And it'll say things like, oh, there's a dog on the premise, or short sale, we're already negotiating with a bank. Things that, like, from agent to agent. Right. House smells like cheese. Right. <laughs> exactly. Um, this one, it said, go to uh, attach documents and read first. And I'm like, what, do you, what does that mean? So there were so many things about this home, specifically about the seller, that they couldn't fit it in agent remarks. And she had a separate document Full page about that. Okay. Nice. So, first, offer sight unseen. That's what big, you know, headline for this for this document. So you can't look at it first. We cannot look at the house. You can buy it. You can buy it, but you can't see it. Can't look at it. Can't look at it. So, I, I told him, I'm like, listen, man, we're not even going to be able to see this. He's like, I, honestly, I don't care. And I'm like, okay. Then, you continue to read... The, the owner, who, again, he's dealing with a short sale, so that means he's in financial hardship. He, Sounds like he's in mental hardship. Yeah, yeah, for real. And, I mean, he's an elderly gentleman. I, I, for all I know, he could have some serious mental issues. But he wanted a use and occupancy agreement, which means he can stay in the home after it closes for approximately three months. <laughs> Sorry for the distraction. I think you have a mosquito on your ass. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so anyway. Thank God for the heads up. You got it. All right. Trying to save you from the West Nile, you know? Oh. This, this, this studio is turning dangerous over here. <laughs> <laughs> got malaria bugs jumping around. Oh, I don't see that. That's bad. <laughs> um, so imagine this. You're looking to buy a property. You think you found a great deal turns out you can't even see it turns out you can't even go in it after you after you buy it can't go in it can't, can't go see in it. it no inspection and he needs to live there for approximately three months rent free the word approximate approximately in that in that phrase i mean i'm just like you gotta be kidding me yeah somewhere between three months and four years right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He, it's about three he was months. waiting on some approval for some uh, senior living facility. I don't know. But anyway, I then found out that they had so many offers that they're going to select uh, about three or four of them to come see it. But only one person and the realtor can come in. So he and his wife. Long story short, we put in a bid and it was about $70,000 over ask. Ask the property pros. All right, guys, thank you for tuning in uh, tonight and today, whenever you're listening to this. Uh, we want to thank Jay and Steph for coming in and sitting yeah. with us and talking. Great folks, and they're dealing with uh, an issue that a lot of people are dealing with right now, and that's buying in this market. It ain't easy. Yep. Oh, we took Jay's uh, Facebook Live virginity. That was exciting. Very, very exciting. Absolutely. Uh, remember, if you are not already subscribed, please do that. Leave a review. That's very, very helpful for us. Absolutely. Send your questions to email thepropertypros at gmail.com. And we will see you guys again soon. 
Don't forget this episode and every episode is brought to you by Lighthouse Home Inspections, the best home inspection company on earth, and the Ask Adam team at William Ravis Bear McIntosh. The finest group of realtors on the planet. Ask the property pros.